Between the Beat is a podcast dedicated to MUAs all across the world who are ready to sort in the beauty industry. If you're looking for a confidence boost, advice here and there, and a good laugh, then you're in the right place. I am your host, Terry Watson, and I am here to remind you of your own power. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0 Hey guys, um so I wanted to go live with one of my students and really great makeup artist um Imani. She's a really great artist and um she is uh we're gonna kind of talk about just like positioning and being a high value makeup artist and what that looks like especially when it comes to attracting high value clientele um so that you don't just end up kind of moving in a circle you know or like on this hamster wheel my lips are a little dry i think i let her in hold on I'm waiting on her to get in here so we can kiki it up. Imani, where you at? Um, I don't know what's going on, but uh, basically, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Terry. I am a um, makeup artist and educator. Uh, I still haven't figured out if I can call myself a makeup artist. Like, I don't necessarily i'm trying to let you in imani i see her commenting let's see there we go there we go i was like i don't know i don't know, I don't know. she is yeah you were talking about me and i was like i can't engage here yeah. i don't understand him i understand um, what was i saying you were oh. introducing yourself yeah yeah uh makeup artist, educator, all of the things. Um, and Imani, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Imani. Um, I'm a licensed esthetician and makeup artist here in Atlanta. And uh, I think that's all we're doing, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so can you tell us like how long you've been a... Okay. So I've been a licensed esthetician. I've been in business for like three years. I've, I was doing makeup before I became an esthetician, but then I stopped. So I guess I've been doing makeup since like 2016 mm -hmm. on and off. Um, but now over like the last year or so, it's been pretty regular. So pretty full time for me. Yeah. Um, um, so me and, well, Imani took a class with me last year. It was March of 2020. So it was literally the weekend before the pandemic hit. Literally. Like, literally. I was, I was almost like, do I cancel this because things are getting crazy. COVID is um, up in the air. I'm not sure how real she is. At that point, we were very much second-guessing how real it was. Um, so it's funny to think about us being damn near two years in. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so we we met then. And, like, what was your experience working with me then? Because I know it's going to be very different than it, then it is now. Yeah. So met then. Um, and 
I was taken aback at everything that happened. The class was great. Like, it was a two-day <laughs> class. The first day was, like, a demo. Then the second day, you kind of let us roam free. Um, your approach, I think, has been the same foundationally. Like, you kind of break everything down, make sure that we understand your process and your why, and then you allow us the opportunity to kind of ask further questions into that. My experience with you then was just, like, I don't know. So, like, before I took your class, I was not a soft lamb girl. I was, you start baking as a start, and then you, you're not done baking for an hour. And then you bake under here, and you bake over here, and you you map the whole face down, and then you bake her again. So, when you kept pulling out spray, lost. I was wow. like, she's spraying a lot. When you did the whole um, eyeliner as a base, mm -hmm. lost. Um the whole lip situation my lip life was definitely lacking before I took that class I was just really but I will say even though I was the class clown I did enjoy the class very much clown oh I did God. not do it on purpose the girls love me and I really cannot help that um I but you know what she this is why we're friends now she found ways to love me even after you know what I'm saying I wasn't doing it on purpose but anyways so um, I just felt really supported and understood. I think in hindsight, you always tell us, like, girl, that was my first class. I had no idea what I was doing. But it was like, we couldn't tell. You yeah. were just so confident and you kind of, it was like a glide through the entire process. Like, I feel like preparation, even if you didn't feel fully equipped for it, I feel like preparation definitely paved the way for you and then you have a natural spirit for education and a natural demeanor towards that so I feel like that also carried you through as well um but I've always felt supported I've always felt seen understood and if you didn't know the answer I always felt like we were in it together to find the answer to the issue so that's something that I've always just enjoyed and now that's something that I look forward to or for in other people if I ever need assistance for other people Absolutely. And I definitely, like, lean more into, like, not having all of the answers. Mm -hmm. um, I think as a coach, like, you kind of feel like, like, okay, if somebody asks me this, like, what if I don't know? Um, but I'm always, like, if I don't know, we're going to have to figure this thing out together. Or right. um, just, like, not putting so much pressure on either of us to have the answer and being able to, you know, work it out or like, okay, thank you for your question. Let me get back to you in a couple of days kind of thing. Or right. what, like, um, so like, what's your experience now? Like we'll, we'll get to the high value makeup artists and things like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Um, like how has it changed? Because I have obviously matured as a coach as well. Mm -hmm experience while I plug up my computer real quick yeah girl I'm a little worried about my phone because one thing about me I have a character flaw <laughs> and that is one thing I'm gonna let something die so I'm right. watching it very closely um my experience now is obviously gonna be different like you're a very personable person already I feel like we both are um <laughs> but we're actually friends now so it definitely changed the dynamic of you know you being an educator and a coach for me um but if I had to kind of step outside of my knowledge of that, I would say your your approach and the way that you kind of convey your your thoughts or your ideas is definitely not that you were ever abrasive, but it's like very soft and it's like in a very it comes from a very nurturing place. I'm not saying that you never were, but it just feels more nurturing now. Um, it feels like 
some there's an adult in the room and the adult is you i don't have to be the adult whenever we are in session because i'm looking for an adult and i've been looking for an adult because this is a very adult thing but it's terry i don't have to be the adult right now because she has everything under control and she has kind of exercised and been through the steps that I'm going through or, you know, know somebody that has it. Cause I feel like you have plenty of industry friends that kind of impart knowledge on you as well. So I think that's great. Um, the plan is so much more clear. You had an itinerary back in 2020, but yeah. it's like, now it's like, no, this is actually the plan. And there's a catalog and a category list per, but you know, everything on the list. Like I don't even want to use the word over prepared because I feel like there's no such thing in certain ways, but like it's like I'm prepared to the T. Like whatever you're gonna throw at me, I got something back for you. And I think also you not being so some people are just dry and very like this is the way that you should do it and this is the way that we're gonna do it. But I feel like you're more fluid and that is something that I've also just really enjoyed. And not that you weren't before but it's developed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you had all the traits in 2020, but mm -hmm. they have just developed and really kind of like blossomed and unfolded. Obviously the joke time, we take intermissions, you guys, to joke on each other for like at least five to 10 minutes sometimes whenever we're, you know, but it's mm -hmm. cool. Um, so I feel like that adds an extra little razzle dazzle to it. I also feel like uh, I've grown a lot as a person, as an artist, uh, as a professional. So it it adds another layer of, I don't know, it like just adds something different to the dynamic as well because we're both just growing in our profession and our passions. Passion is there. The passion is there. You you were driven before, but the drive is like on a thousand because you know exactly what you're doing now. Like you're on your course, you're on your path, you're in your purpose. That is where it's at. But see, you saying that about me, and I feel the exact same way about you. About you, I feel like you in twenty twenty. <laughs> I feel I feel Imani and Imani's beauty business in twenty twenty was very just uncertain. You know, like I I saw the passion, I saw the drive, I saw all of these things, and even like you know with the class, you know, Imani was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling and, so bad. And I'm not laughing as in like, it was no, like, no, no. Or like, a, it's, it's beautiful to see it now, like how unsure of yourself you were then, you know, like even just seeing the growth in your makeup artistry now is blowing my mind. Um, so yeah, I feel the exact same way. I feel like the passion was there. You were the one to ask, like, even though you were going to drive me insane. <laughs> it was literally two other people. I just want to add on. It was not just me, but go ahead. Yeah, it's giving Kiki gang. Mm. Um, and like, okay, they're gonna drive me insane. But the thing is, I felt like Imani was also the first person to ask questions. You were the first person to feel like, you know, I need to delve into this more, you know? Um, I definitely restarted my face almost a second time. I know I restarted it once, but I mm -hmm. almost did it twice. So, yeah. <laughs> like, you were like, in my first class, I started over. You were like, wipe her face down. Mm -hmm. Start over. And I was like... Now, what you want me to do? You want me to suffer in the same way again. Okay. 
And I guess I'll explain that a little bit. Like, basically, I tell students, like, okay, if the face, and including myself, like, if the face is not going the way that you expect it to go, you need to wipe it off. You need to wipe it off. You need to start over. And Cherie Beauty actually gave me that advice, and she saw it from Sir John. And Sir John basically said, if the face is not giving on Beyonce, it's coming off. Um, so I kind of take that with me and not only just in makeup, but also in business. So let's kind of like switch gears to the business aspect of things, because I would love to know more about like, like, have you had to start over in the sense of how you do business, like since 20? I had to start over so many times. I won't say like that I feel like the pandemic robbed me, but I feel like I didn't get the same start as other people in the pandemic. So I don't know if the people in here know that. Um, I got my master's from Georgia State, um, my master's in marketing. So I graduated in 2020. Um, I was full time working out of my apartment, waxing, facials, everything, taking whatever faces did come across for me um, here in my apartment. But when the pandemic hit in March, it hit just right before I was about to start planning how my entrepreneurial life was going to go full time. Because was I full time? Yes, I was. But did I also have a paper to write and a group discussion to think about? Yes, I did. So it wasn't makeup, 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 wax, 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 occupying my brain right. and my time all the time. So whereas and I don't know about you, but I do know that other entrepreneurs, like they had a norm that they are, are so eager to get to. I don't have a norm that I'm eager to get back to when all this is said and done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have a place where like, this is where I was before the pandemic. And this is where I want to get back to a, a sense of normalcy, I guess. Um, but I've had to pivot a bajillion and one times. First of all, moving to Atlanta by myself, Nobody, no family, no friends, no nothing was an experience in itself. But then you want to add the insanity of being an entrepreneur on top of that. So talk about being a shameless plug. I still am a shameless plug. That's one thing that hasn't changed. But I had to really... Very much so. Mm -hmm. You have to. Um, like, I really had to dig my heels in when I was ready to make the decision to move out of my apartment. Like, it was just one of those situations where, like, I had to figure out how to do business differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even when, like, there was a point in time where I was, like, super passionate about branding specifically. And, like, people are always in my DMs asking me because of, just a quick plug, my aesthetics page is at Glitter Glory underscore, you oh, guys. Hey. The aesthetic is very beautiful. I get compliments on it all the time. Honestly, when I get new clients, they always tell me that's a part of it. And I feel like whenever you're in a dry season, it's very easy to feel tempted to do things that you're not actually supposed to be doing. So I was getting tempted left and right because I was trying to make ends meet, but I was also trying to scale my business and hit financial goals and, you know, prove something to myself, if nobody else, that I can do this and that I didn't make a mistake in everything that I went through to get this license and everything I did to get to Atlanta. So had to pivot for that then when I discovered I've always known that I was an educator deep in my heart but like I always thought like if I'm not going to be a professor then I don't really understand what the point is right um oh and yeah but, save the life it'll actually be an academy possibly Kaya 
she's so cute. Yes, I know, I love her. She's adorable. I really love her. Um, but yeah, so it was just like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, and then when I took my one-on-one with Morgan, when Morgan took her one-on-one with me, rather, for her wax class, you were there, and I remember, I don't know why this affirmed me, but you looked at me, and you were like, you teach like I do, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, so what you, what I think about myself has been confirmed, because somebody else saw it, so I had to start thinking, and you named my wax program Body to Body, it hasn't left since, B2B is sticking around forever, um, so I've had to pivot there and I'm in a big swing right now. Even when I moved into my studio space in March, because I'm coming up on a year, I had to change the way I do business again. Girl, the price had to go up because the price went up okay. on me. Let's let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. Come on. Because uh, we are talking about ginormous growth at this point. We're talking yeah, about yeah growth and I don't want us to just like skip past it because it is very important to the to the conversation it is important okay. to celebrate. let me slow down okay yeah, yeah let's let's slow down yeah okay um, I, I got some questions to help ask you know like guide the conversation yeah the conversation I'm here I'm um listening. so Imani you yes. I feel like I was about to tell you that you're the father i don't know yeah and that's what it gave but i was gonna let you rock because you know <laughs> yeah um so basically you went from the makeup class the in-person group class that we took in march 2020 to being thrown into not only a master's program or you were already in a master's program but also thrown into quarantine where you weren't mm-hmm. able, weren't able to do this and that um to then getting your own studio space, getting a new apartment, to then, um, you know, reaching 50 plus clients a month. Mm. That's why we got to go back. Okay, let's go back then. Because I did. I wasn't going to point out the details like that. I well, thought we were, you know, I'm the, here though. The details are important simply for the fact that the work that you put in, the things that you learned are directly related. You know, That's like true. the what am I trying to say? The benefits and the, that's not the words I'm looking for. Like, um, I'm looking for the word down here. I'm looking for it. Like, whatever. I can't, it's um, okay. like just the benefits that you receive from the work that you put in. It's going to come to me. Yeah, it will. It always does. It might come to me on Friday. I don't know. And you're going to text me. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to text you like, I'm um, <laughs> but yeah. So when it comes to, that quarantine time right you know like yeah. been a lot of time like almost in like damn near coaching sessions because we don't have anything else to do and it's Literally like nothing okay what is life gonna look like after quarantine and i will say that i i have been able to witness your growth as a makeup artist as an esthetician in literally what um how, whatever a, how many- a little over a year i mean technically if it was 2021 so almost two years almost two years almost two years so um tell me about how how things transpired like how you were almost like i don't know transformed yeah so okay so quarantine hit and 
we were just kind of attached at the hip for the entire first half of quarantine. Um, and I was doing a lot of makeup modeling for you so that you can get your content and stuff like that. But I wasn't quite in a position or even comfortable, one, pandemic-wise, and then two, to even try to put myself out there to meet models or get models. It's like, this is a weird time. You want me to come here? It, it was just weird. It was a lot of weird things going on. Um, so I kind of had to rethink the entire business and rethink I feel like every business owner had to rethink everything during that time because we had to figure out still how to connect with our people um, and how to just continue to foster and build community so whenever I wasn't super duper comfortable with you know inviting models or doing stuff like that we would do wax videos together um, a couple of them have went viral, of course. I think you already know that. So I was doing content where I could, and it was almost like makeup had to take like a backseat for a second because I kind of had to focus and level up. That was actually the entire plan. The plan was to just get the get the revenue, get the money, get the progress, get the routine going on one hand in this way and kind of let it operate itself so that I could come back for my first passion because makeup was my first love before I even got into skin or wax or anything um but I kind of had to create stability for myself so that I could focus on that so I really jumped into because you said that you know you had to create stability and I think that came with doing a lot of things that did not necessarily align mm -hmm. with your future which I will say it was probably very necessary for you to learn those skills. And I'm specifically talking about like the branding aspect and Imani wanted so bad to take on branding clients. It was like, well, I want to cater to men. And I would tell her like, if this is not something that long term, we need to refocus or we need to rewrite how you show up. Um, Oh my Clarity God. was such a huge buzzword for me, not even for that summer, but the summer after, like, when I, because graduation was coming up, like, Clarity was just, like, such a big thing. I just couldn't get clear. For some reason, it just felt like I could not get clear, and I don't know if it was because of being on social media 10 times more, because you have way less things to do. I don't know if it's because of all these, you know, Instagram coaches telling you that you got to find different ways to do different things to stay relevant, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, finding clarity was so hard for me. And it's also like, I also live in Atlanta. And I knew what I signed up for when I moved to Atlanta, but I don't think anybody signed up for a pandemic. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I feel like it's very easy for people that don't live in a city like we do to point your finger and be like, oh, you know, but it's like, did you plan for the pandemic? Because I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it was like, I was doing branding. And then I was collabing with one of my friends that does like graphic design. And we were like, we were like uh, hitting projects together and then it was like this and that and it was just so much stuff and it was just like what is going on and then I also was like hmm? I did the same thing so I wasn't completely mad at you I mean I wasn't mad at all you know right, right, right. but I started my makeup journey doing events like I was putting on 100 person events for what i mean like it it makes sense and it, it still makes sense because now i'm able to do the same thing but you know what though since we're talking about full circle moments you're <laughs> able to do the same thing because you're about to go on tour you're about to hit four different locations and that's freaking amazing right 
pat on your back, girl. Definitely right? full circle, full like it's all okay. you know. Yeah. Um, so I say that to say that mm -hmm. the whole thing with me being good with their branding revealed to me something that I also already knew. I'm really good at copy. Like I'm really good with words and I'm really good at making sure that people understand what they're getting, but they're also excited about it. And I say that to say, it sounded like a really good thing whenever I was trying to be like this brand girl, but now it works in my favor 10 times more because that's what gets me booked. When my yeah. clients read my captions, when my clients hear me speak on my story, when my clients go through my website and like, you don't know how many people come up to me and tell me they're like, first of all, it's aesthetically pleasing. It looks great. But also the the way that you say things and the way that it still sounds extremely professional and very spot on, but it's also in bite-sized enough, bite enough pieces for me to understand exactly what you're saying. So I have a way that I was going to be enticing people for other people's brands and doing websites and, you know, helping and assisting in that capacity. But now I entice people to kind of want to work with me with my words. Exactly. So everything does come full circle. For sure. Love it though. Um, you mentioned uh I can't remember what it was. It's gonna come back to me, but um yes, definitely full circle, definitely going to um it it at this point it clearly uh thank you. Right. I was not gonna interrupt, but thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I think um, definitely full circle. And I very clearly see that in your business and the way that you show up to where um, you are. You seem much more clear. But also, I want to say this because I think this is going to be great for the makeup artists that are listening. Mm -hmm. um, and just talking about how you have to be in a space to receive. You know, you have to be ready to receive the information like I can give you all the game that I know but you also have to be ready to play the game you also have to be ready can you hear me still yeah I can hear you yeah I'll be ready to receive okay you got to be ready to receive so um I don't know if we should kind of lean into that but when it comes to like the idea of being an entrepreneur and being able to receive good game or you know just information in general you got to be in a space to be to do that so also in order to be in a space to do that you have to trust yourself so I had to trust myself and my intuition and my discernment and I had to know that you know how to pick good people and you know how to pick people that are equally yoked with you and that are just as driven and motivated and ambitious, funny in our case, you know what I'm saying? Like people that are on your level. So in order for me to be ready to receive, I had to trust myself. And that is something that has developed and evolved because I got cussed out this morning by you about not fully trusting myself. So it's just very much like you, it's like a, it's an ongoing thing. I don't think that there's any final form to any portion of life, but I had to trust myself and I had to be ready to receive because one thing about it and two for sure, little FaceTime calls with you and B, it's just like, you know, we used to be on three way over the summer and I would be like, oh my God, like my mind is being blown. Like my life is being changed just by casual conversation and just by being prepared to receive. And I feel like that's one thing that I always carry with me is humility. I never want to 
let any situation or any opportunity pass me by because I wasn't able to kind of not get low but you know what I'm saying just kind of come off of a high horse and be ready to listen I'm just I'm just always priding myself on being a sponge and then being able to sort through what I need later um and then just being eager you've put me in some really great positions um honestly even being able to be your model being able to be your model being able to be your model on on several occasions has been helpful to me because whether you'll be walking through the steps that you're taking or kind of showing me what products you're using or even when I was your model for um your last class in Atlanta like even though I was there the first day to be your assistant and then the second day I was there to model I was still kind of able to absorb what the game was and the gems were and even though um I knew a lot of things that you said I didn't know a lot of things that you said and then just kind of feeling the energy and picking up on tips and tricks from other makeup artists that were in the room like that's amazing and then I don't know if I could talk about the other thing but the other thing really changed my life that long 12-hour day it really confirmed for me when I was your assistant on set oh yeah no no yeah you can talk about that yeah okay yeah, so... I was like... No, no, no. Yeah. When you called me, I was like, you want me to be your assistant for what? <laughs> like, you want me to be on set with you all day for who? You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like... It was like... I wasn't expecting something like that to happen to me for like two more years. I've always just felt like I had to earn my turn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do believe you have to wait your turn and be patient, but I also, you know... Would have never in my a million years of life um, dreamt that she was gonna call me and tell me that she wanted me to be on set with you, and then I was gonna get to meet all these amazing other Black women and Black creatives and network with them and connect with them. And not that you've ever been the type, but you didn't even seem bothered by me connecting with other people. Like you know, some people are very much like you're here for this, be here for this. I've never, I never felt that way. I felt free to kind of be in conversation with them and see what they do and what they like to do. And it was just a game changer for me. Every single situation has been a game changer. Even meeting people, like, I don't think I would have gotten as close or cool with B without you. You know what I'm saying? Being that liaison. And then now, like, I can hear it's going to take her five days to respond, but at least I can text her and ask. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. Definitely going to take her two and a half business weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. For her much busy, yes. And then she gonna say, Who chow? That's the first thing she gonna say. Right. She she's gonna be overwhelmed immediately. But yes, um, hair in a bun. Absolutely. And even even with the twelve hour day, um Imani's talking about a a photo like a photo shoot, video shoot thing mm-hmm. that we um, well, that I had to do, but I brought her on as an assistant. But if you know me and if you work with me, I'm always going to reach back, like because people did that for me. Mm-hmm. Every that I've ever been trained by, every artist that I have ever um, been guided by has put me in a position to win. Um, so it would actually be very, very. Very, very what? Very, very ghetto um, mm. to not um, reach back and say, yeah, let's let's go up together. Um, and that's really how you get to the bag. You know, like, you don't get to the bag just from 
doing it all on your own you get it from right. community and um you like you literally never know you know what kind of connections those people that you met at the 12 hour shoot like how they're gonna reach back to you and be like hey i have a 12 hour shoot that i need you to keep makeup artist for right um and i think about that even for what's going on <laughs> The people, the people, <laughs> they want to talk to you. They want to talk to me. Um, but no, my phone is about to die. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I'm just kidding. Um, you never know who's going to reach back. You never know who's going to reach back. And I think about that for my students, too, because I feel like they deserve opportunity. They deserve to be in spaces that allow allow them to grow and be better artists. Um right. And I honestly, like, I just needed an assistant, you know, like, I, I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking going to benefit from this so much. Obviously, right. I would um, eventually, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but to also see you, you know, ma literally manifesting, because that's how I think of it, you know, like, mm -hmm. connect with somebody, that's a manifestation in itself, whether it be negative or positive, um, you know, that is a manifestation in itself of opportunity. So right connecting with people is always going to bring joy to my heart even um when i saw chelsea uh at the shoot that i was participating in as talent mm -hmm. I, I was go I was, talent I, work talent you know i'm always going to be so impressed by opportunity presenting itself for my students because right. i'm supposed to be the only person providing you opportunity absolutely you know? Um, you're supposed to be putting yourself in, in positions. And I was talking to my, um, my friend Ebony this morning, and we were just kind of talking about how after you make an investment, you're supposed to be able to carry on. You're supposed to be able to continue, you know, the MO. Like, mm -hmm. if you're supposed to be able to keep pushing through it and, and let passion fuel that. Absolutely. So for me, it's like, it's a no-brainer. Like, absolutely, you're supposed to come on set with me and be an assistant. And uh, you know what? I actually had a moment with another student of mine, which is so funny. I don't even know if she knows this. Anyways, um, <laughs> but hey, I'm ready for her to be an assistant, and she just didn't seem ready. And mm -hmm. I'll, you got to let me know. Right. Um, otherwise, we cannot do this because you got to be ready for opportunity. And I will say that for you, that again no brainer like of course i'll be there of course i'll like whatever you need do you need me to go wash these sponges and it's that action that i feel like is going to put you in positions to win after me before me you know anything like that and that's why um you know even even when you're investing in something you have to have some sort of groundwork laid down before i absolutely you know yeah. And I, I definitely believe that you had that groundwork. It just needed fine-tuning, fine literally. Absolutely, like, yeah. We needed to dig deeper and figure out, like, okay, how can this be better next year in the year mm -hmm. after, you know, so on and so forth. Um, I think something that... Um, I'm about to go get my charger real quick. I'm listening. And can we pause this in general? Because I need to finesse mine so I can charge mine while we talk. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, hold on, guys. I still got the, the bar stools that you gave me a long time ago. You said bar soap? The bar stools that you gave me when you stole from your neighbors. 
Oh my gosh, don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Sorry, y'all. That's what happened. It's okay. Um, you got to take a quick intermission. Okay. Oh, that's not going to work. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how we can. All right. Actually, my new phone just got here, so I can bend this little cord if I want to. That's true. All right. Okay. We're getting, we're getting places. All right. Woo! I'm ready. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, hold on. Okay. Is this, are you going to do it? Say a prayer, y'all. Fingers crossed. Okay. It's gonna have to be like this. Okay. That's fine. Um, but. Mm, we were talking about. Wait, what was the last thing? You told me you said something. Can somebody help? I'm the wrong person. Yeah. Okay. Um, what were we saying? Somebody help us out. We were ready. I was ready. You said oh, something about oh, foundation. Okay, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, just being ready to receive opportunity is huge, especially as far as like being a business owner. Opportunities will present themselves. Oh, that's what I was saying. As far as laying the groundwork, the mm. foundation. Yes. Thank mm -hmm. you, sis. Um, or guy. I don't know. Right, right, right. It says Beyonce, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume. But that's what I'm um, saying. I feel like the one thing that definitely sets me apart, if I had to really say, is that I'm gonna always make that move. Mm -hmm. I am going to call my friends and pull my edges out as I do it. But if the if it says to make a a right turn, I'm gonna make the right turn. Yeah. If it says to keep going straight for two miles, that's what I'm gonna do. And I might be having an anxiety attack all the way through, but. One thing about it is, like, not only do I have the characteristics and the willingness to kind of move forward, but I'm also willing to just do it. I do it scared so much, girl. Mm -hmm. I do it scared so frequently. Um, I don't always remain scared, but, you know, it's like I've busted my tail to have mm -hmm. the foundation that I have, and mm -hmm. I bust it every day to continue to, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm just build on top of it and yeah the foundation was so important and I think that's also probably why it's easy for you to kind of like okay here's my little cut for the day my little bud for the day you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I had a way better point but that intermission messed me up girl I'm sorry yeah I don't it's okay it's um <laughs> but yeah when it, when it comes to uh let's I guess we can reach back a little bit so we were talking about the 12-hour day um opportunities and um oh let's kind of talk about like getting your studio um putting yourself in a position scared and all mm -hmm. um because i remember you know you talking about oh my gosh like i want to you know have my own space oh my gosh like what if you know mm -hmm. this i don't mm -hmm. have um you know, this in my apartment and I feel like I can get it in my studio. Like, let's talk about that transition because I feel like from my perspective, yes, that was a move that you had to make. Um, but I feel like you needed somebody to really just like 
you know, push you to yeah. that. To that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you and I having like that personal component also helped with the pushing. Because mm-hmm. it was literally like we would be at La Party and you'd be like, Amani, we literally can't do anything at your house until X, Y, and Z thing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interesting thing about me is like I'll plan things or manifest things without any indication or idea of when it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So everything that's in my studio, I had already literally I have a diagram in one of my notebooks where I literally drew out how my studio is gonna be set up. I wrote details beside it, like these cabinets are going to be white, these shelves will float, these will be white as well. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember going to Ikea by myself, no money in the bank, baby, barely making it, and still just Eight walking dollars. around less than 72 cents, babe. Like, really down. And mm-hmm. really walking around Ikea, pointing to things and saying, I would love this in my space, taking pictures of things and saying, this is going to mm-hmm. be in my next space. Um, and then also, because the foundation was already laid on a fundamental side of it, my booking was already good. My policies were good. The content and the captions were good and consistent. All mm-hmm. that stuff. I didn't have to worry about that. So then I got to focus on the big things. The LLC is already taken care of. EIN is already taken care of. But what can we do about, um, I already had a business bank account. What can we do about financial support to get you where you want to go? I already have this extensive list. Because one thing about me, I'm prepared if I can be. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, I'm relatively good on the spot. But I already knew everything that I needed. I already knew everything that I wanted for my space. And it was already written down. It was just a matter of making ends meet. How right. can we make these ends meet? So, matter of fact, I went and saw a studio space. I went and walked through a couple of buildings before I was even close to ready. Mm-hmm. Like just to just get the feel and get myself prepared for it. Cause I feel like you gotta shake the game up with yourself sometimes. Sometimes it's a mental game. Um mm-hmm. and I had to also ask those questions so I could mentally prepare and get my budget together in my brain, like up here, this mm-hmm. is how much money we ha- we are gonna have to put out. And especially, you know, studio rent is weekly. I don't know about the about your new one, but I know you know from your first one, like it's a weekly situation, it's a weekly investment if that's what yeah. you wanna call it. So I had mm-hmm. to plan for that. And then before I knew it, it was just like, you know, like when a pot is bubbling over, girl, Mm -hmm. the pot was boiling over. And I was like, I cannot have these people in my house anymore. Like, it just became like a, I have to move. Like, I'm I'm not going to get to where I want to be if I don't move. And one thing that always inspires me, and I hope this doesn't come off any type of way, but I would assume that everybody in here is a high achiever and wants the best for themselves. Every time somebody tries to tell me that other people are doing X, Y, and Z, and that I'm doing so good for where I'm at, I don't care. I don't want to hear that. I want to be my very best, and I want to keep going for Imani. You know what I'm saying? And I want to show her and produce for her. So my pot was bubbling. And people kept telling me I'm doing so good for my age and for how long I've been here, blah, blah, blah. I got tired mm-hmm. of hearing that. And then the the final straw, I wanted this peel. I wanted access to something that I could not have because I worked out of my apartment. And then it just mm-hmm. spinned it over. And I had got a new mentor, an aesthetics mentor. She's been in the game for like seven, eight years now. Mm-hmm. And she also, it was between both of y'all and my pot bubbling over, I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I had to make a move. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you want to see these big months, if you want to see 
these high value because some of these clients are not coming to your house they don't care how cool you are um and that's just the reality of it so I just had to move and make adjustments but it really just took a lot of financial planning and then when I couldn't plan no more I just had to jump I had to believe that I could do it and I had to know that I could do it and clearly I can do it because I've been doing it all along Mm -hmm. it has been hard as hell and I have been drugged by my ponytail but it kept happening it kept happening over and over again for me so hope that wasn't too long-winded but that's essentially how the process went it went from manifesting to planning to getting fed up to outside voices to just deciding that I deserve more and that I can do it I love that um you said something I love to forget things I wish okay I wish for my birthday that I could remember um we'll see what we can do we'll see what we can do but uh (laughs) so um we talked about your studio space, getting a new apartment. I know that I don't want to put you on French Street. So let me know if this is too far into your business. Money was a really big aspect. Oh, my you. God. Because <laughs> I feel like we're kind of hinting at it, but let's really. Yeah, money was a problem. Yeah. Like, y'all, money was such a huge problem. So imagine me, the type of person that literally won't make a move if I can't have it exactly how I want it. And I don't mean that to be a brat because I don't act like that when it, when other people are involved. But when it comes mm-hmm. to something that I want and it involves me and only me, mm-hmm. if my studio couldn't look exactly how it looks right now, I was not going to do it. It just wasn't going to be. I never forget somebody was like, just move what you got in there and then build as you go. Do y'all know how difficult that would be? to just build as you go you know what I'm saying like I understand the principle but I had to make things shake and when I say I've never grinded like that before like I feel like every day I'm hustling by Rick Ross which is playing (laughs) in the background of that season of my life because I had to do what I had to do I had to do what I had to do right Mm-hmm. So what did you learn from that? Because, I mean, like, obviously being a hustler, trying to figure things out, even if you don't really know, um, if, even, in, even in operating in the unknown. Mm, give it to us, T. It was giving stroke for a second. Uh... Couldn't get the words out. Um, even in operating in the unknown, you still move your feet. And I feel like that's a testament to just, like, faith and believing in you know, the possibilities, hoping, you know, just that the the grass is greener on the other side. So I would love to know, like, what did you learn about yourself? Did the process get easier? You know? (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I hope y'all weren't expecting, you know, rainbows and butterflies. I don't believe you. Mm. Tell me why. I don't... I, I don't believe that... I mean, obviously, look at how the light hitting me. Yeah, I know. You got a golden hour, and the sun is over there for me. I'm sad. I'm fine. I'm It's very much sad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But just like, I don't know. I guess I don't believe you because I feel like you hit new stages. You know, and it's not that I don't believe you. It's more so like, 
It's unbelievable. You, it's building. It, you're building on top of what you already know, what you've already experienced. Mm. So it gets easier as far as execution. Mm, okay. So, yeah. You yeah. feel me? Okay. So okay. I feel like a theme that you haven't said outwardly, but you have been hinting at the entire time is that I trust myself more. And yeah, I'm I'm more confident in my word and what I say. And I'm even more confident in my work in the way that I do business. Um, so I think I've always been one to make decisions. And I think for a while there, I was making decisions, but I was double checking. Like I wanted somebody to check my work. And I think I've been through several phases of isolation for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think like that last one just kind of did something to me to where it reminded me like you've known all along. And that is one thing that I've just kind of been beating into my own head is that you have known all along. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is the one thing that got easier. It's like, if I focus on myself and everything that I know about myself and I know where I'm when I where I want to go, like I know where the pen is and this is where I'm trying to get to, it made it so much easier to just focus up on me and listen to my internal voice. Mm-hmm. So did it get easier in the sense of because clients change their mind every day. Even mm-hmm. if you are unbelievable. And one thing that I've been learning, I just finished the book for agreements. And one thing is to just not take things personally. Um, so clients are going to change their mind and it's not always about you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So acknowledging that, but even just like clients might switch up, situations might switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new owner for my building and they raised the rent, like just different situations. Yeah. Like I was going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my ability to trust myself and trust my decision making is what improved and what made things easier for me. So yes, on that front. Yeah. Cause I experienced that too. Like, you know, with the tour, that is like a whole nother thing for me. Like trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talk about, I'm going to four different cities, which could p- potentially be international and try. try- Eyeballs big. Like, like what um but no just like personally I have this I I, I tell my students that they are on a hamster wheel right and I Mm -hmm. experienced it too Mm -hmm. so let's let's dig into it because I actually had to write it down today because I was experiencing the hamster wheel again so and I'm reading from the yeah what are we looking at yeah it's the board is the I got a whiteboard in my home um so like I start off as like super excited for execution. Mm-hmm. The next part is action, but hey girl, Miss Popular. Yeah, I can hear you, Miss Popular. I don't know who's here. Oh, I think my boyfriend's here. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, very much can't let him in. Anyways, um, so yeah, the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's the way Terry will literally have a mess. Poor thing. Poor girl. Did it work? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was entertaining them while you were gone. Oh, okay, great. Um, so 
uh, what was I going to say? Um, the hamster wheel. You're excited, and then you got to take action. Yes. Let me open this door real quick. I'm so sorry. Jesus it's Y'all, I'm new to AirPod life, and when I said they will not stay in, all of a sudden, weird. Yeah, I was wondering why you just kept. Yeah, they weird. won't stay in. Um, but I I'm was trying to be cool, mom. At first, I'm like super excited to execute, right? Like that's the pinnacle, and then I get into like where the action has to kick in, and I'm like, actually, I'm overwhelmed already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, I get into like this can do, but then there's still this level of fear. So like Ooh. when I when I talk on the podcast, I need y'all to know that that is very much me talking to me, and y'all just so happen to be listening. Um, so like can do, but obviously still afraid. And then the last step is kind of like diminishing the size of the goal because I still feel like failure is the inevitable so you know um as a, human, as, as a human in general we experience moments where we are just engulfed in self-doubt and consumed by fear and failure and I experienced it too you know um I don't want people to ever think that I'm perfect and I, I don't experience those things because best your bottom dollar you're bottom okay? The most best, best your bottom dollar <laughs> that I'm going to be afraid. And the thing is, I'm still going to do it. And that's why I said, like, you know, that is such a great trait to have. Um, moving scared, even even if you have to critically think about it for a second, because Imani is very much going to Terry, okay, she wants to think she herself to death. Me. She hates that. Terry will be like, your problem is that you always think you got time to think. She literally has said that to me on numerous occasions. Go ahead. And it's a it's still a superpower. Like I, I definitely think that um, you know, it's important to you know, think it through, especially cuz sometimes I don't. Like I will just jump and be like, "Did I pack a pair of shoes?" Oh, like that Probably one time not. you're going to take a makeup class. Do you remember that? Hmm? The makeup class that you were going to take? That was gonna cost like oh, a bazillion exactly. dollars. I paid. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I invested. I didn't. I didn't pay for the whole thing. I did pay a deposit though. It was yeah. like seven hundred and eighty dollars. The total was like thirty seven hundred. Yeah, it was. A, it was up there. It was up there, and you know what? That that was more so of like. And that was just to be her assistant, I think. Or was that no, it was a makeup class? class. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was a makeup class. Um. But basically, like, that that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I just wanted to get that because I felt like that was somebody who I wanted to take a class with from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, you know, how your mama didn't get you a yes. bike when you was younger. And I it's like, mm-hmm. I, I can buy that bike now. I'm going to get that bike right now. I'm going to buy me that bike. Matter of fact. Matter of fact. Exactly. But I didn't need the, I didn't need the bike. Um, and that's also a part of trusting yourself. I still, at some point, felt like... Um, I didn't know what I was doing or I didn't have the full artistry that I wanted to. And mm-hmm. that's also why I do what I do. I don't teach people solely based off of my artistry. I don't teach my students based off of like, this is what you need to be doing. 
No, I'm going to teach you in a way that allows you to think critically about what you're doing so that you can, again, carry on after me. Right. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, um, easily overwhelming mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur. Like, am I doing this thing right? But I, I will say, even just like seeing how you you know, pick, how, how much easier it is for you to pick up a brush. Um, I felt I was like struggling so bad. Struggling. And again, like I said, Imani was the, the person to struggle in, in my master class last year. Um, the first person to ask questions, I did have to like, you know, kind of take over, not completely, but like, this is how you do it. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to hand you this brush back so you can do it yourself. Um, but now, even just seeing the way that you talk about your artistry, the way that you um, present it to your, you know, online audience, I feel like you are a lot more capable of trusting yourself Absolutely. beyond capacity, mm-hmm. you know? I think, um, what was I about to say? Um basically when you started talking about my artistry it just kind of reminded me that like I oh I'm so much more comfortable with not failure but I'm just so much more comfortable with getting the results that I want that I'm just willing to like keep moving forward if that makes sense that's not what I was gonna say but that's pretty much the generic version of it Mm -hmm. um because back then like oh I used to get into analysis paralysis so bad and because I do have a type a personality and I'm so plan oriented a lot of the Mm -hmm. time I felt as though that is what had me like a deer in the headlights in my first class with you I literally my brain and this is also things that we should go therapy for and that's okay but my brain my brain literally couldn't compute that I wasn't doing it right or that I wasn't doing enough or that I wasn't excelling the first time and I mm-hmm. feel like that's something that I had to unlearn because it's like Imani how can you possibly expect yourself to just execute everything perfectly the first time that you attempt it mm-hmm. but I just was literally just so stuck like I couldn't believe it but yeah. by the time um by the time I took the class with B I was more so like I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm willing to try. So mm-hmm. my willingness, like, I think at one point I just kind of got tired. And it's like, mm-hmm. you got to do something different when stuff isn't working, mm-hmm. um, which is also why I applied to work with you again. Because um, I just felt like things weren't working up to the standard that I wanted them to work to. So mm-hmm. that's what it's, it's always been about me. Like, not to make it me, 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 but it was just like, that's mm-hmm. what it's about whenever I'm in my business. It's like, you have to listen to you. You have to know you to be able to trust you to be able to listen to you. And then you have to be confident in your ability and everything that you've done to get you here. And so, even just being confident in your investment, I feel like that's always yeah. a second guesser kind of thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. like, you know, you never, not even to say that you never know what you're going to get out of something, because that's really not true. Like, if you have done your research, if you know this person, like, Imani was very much in my DMs, like, I'm going to be there. Um, and, um, if you trust the person that 
you're going to be working with and not just naively investing, then nine times out of 10, you're going to get what you're looking for. Um, I don't know. I feel like when it, when it comes to trusting yourself, you, you have to trust every part of your decision making because yeah, every decision matters. Um, but there are no losses. Like, when you're a business owner, you are somebody who only learns at any point. Like there, there's nothing that's going to just like make you perish. You know, like it's not the end of the world. One thing that I've been questioning myself about, and as a on a personal note, but that is just transferring over to my business, is like who said that? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Very much. Like so. I very much have to pause sometimes and be like, Amani, who said that? Like who made that rule? Who made this grandiose? expectation or this thing that you have made law in your head mm-hmm. and now you're just living and dying by it all the time you know what right. I'm saying because yeah. when it comes back down to the class it was like I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing I didn't want to look like I didn't belong there I didn't want to look like girl you don't pay this money and you don't even have a clue you know about this style like it was like that you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. now it's like on the back end it's like I literally want to be here and I want to be the fullest and best version of myself so I have to try and mm-hmm. I have to do things differently but asking myself who said that is so important like I feel like I've that's been a game changer between the first like the beginning of our relationship and us working together and now is just I'm willing to ask myself those tough questions and usually it's me trying to make myself this perfect and I don't think that I'm perfect, but you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. me trying to appear this way or show up this way or because I just feel the need to look this way because I it's attached to my self-worth or whatever the case may be, something probably far deeper. But you mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Being willing to ask myself tough questions so that I can bring the results to somebody like you, a friend or a coach or a mentor, and then so we can sort through it together and then rebuild versus trying to hide everything back here yeah you you definitely got to stand in your shit you know Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the only way that you can grow it's just by being honest with yourself like how is your business doing how do you feel about your business right now and that could go twofold like maybe your business is going great and you just don't see that or maybe it does need some some reevaluation and that's also why i called you um, this morning after I saw your application to the one-on-ones because I'm like this girl is doing great like what what is right. it that you want a one-on-one for you know and right to know something about me as a coach like I'm not gonna have you just spending money just because I need your money because that's not the case I want you to make sure that this money is well invested you know years after you know you've been invested it um, and that's why I recommended the the three-month coaching for you because I feel like at this point, it's about scaling. It's about making sure that you have, um, you know, systems in place so that Absolutely. you can take this thing to the next level and not have to be so present um, in your business, especially as a makeup artist, because the way your back and knees will hurt you for years, um, just trying to, you know, take every client there is, whether they're mm-hmm. high value or not. I think at some point it can be overwhelming and 
at least to have that foundation of like, okay, this is how I can move as far as like online education and things like that. Whether you decide to execute them now or later, right. um, you have the foundation and you, you know how to implement it. Yeah, That's you know how to yeah. yeah, I'm like, mm, yeah. Um, you know how to implement it and move forward without that hesitation, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. you have the plan, you know, yeah. and I feel like that is going to allow you to move better and um, not just be like a two-day thing where what like even just listening to you and that's why the call was so important it was like okay what is it that you need what is it that you're looking for and this is how we're going to move forward in order to best serve you because again i'm not just here to take nobody money right right yeah um i, I really gotta start writing something too because i had something. um but i just feel like the development of our relationship has and just, you know, being teachable in the development of the characteristics that I've been talking about the entire time is how we arrive at the point where it's like, I am prepared for coaching. Because it's mm -hmm. like, I trust myself, but sometimes yeah. you just need a little affirmation. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I did not have entrepreneur friends until we met. I had one. Um, really? I had one entrepreneur. We used to talk about this a lot, actually. I'm I remember. But it was just one of those situations where... Mm. having people to be to affirm me in this space was such a bizarre concept for me because my other entrepreneur friend was a graphic designer and we are just in two different lanes as long as neither one of us are about to be homeless the other person feels like everything is okay but there's totally different things that he goes through in his journey and that mm -hmm. I go through in my journey and that was one thing that was a huge adjustment for me it was like first of all not only do I have a new friend, she's an entrepreneur friend, but then all her friends are entrepreneur friends, and I can't relate to that, so I can't always relate to, I guess, the feedback. Like, when I would bring something up to you, it would be like, oh, no, actually, she has seven points of things to say versus mm -hmm. just one generic blanket statement to try to make me feel better or to mm -hmm. make me think. So that has been an adjustment that has prepared me for having somebody hold my hand in my own business, something that I started with my blood, sweat, and tears. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, letting somebody in my business. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about the business yeah. of my business. Like, you're really going to be in my business for real. And I feel like if I had not developed all those other characteristics that we were talking about earlier, I would not be in a position to be prepared for that. It was hard for me, too. And I know you never meant me any ill will, but it was just weird. It was weird for me to share certain things and I'm an open book like I don't care yeah. but it was just more so like the the care it was almost like you weren't my coach back then for real for real like I was a former student but it was still just like now I'm holding my friend's hand through this process as she pivots mm -hmm. in her business and then that was the expectation on the back end for me and I had no problem with it but it was still such a bizarre concept to have somebody in my business mm -hmm. and then they're offering feedback and then now we're gonna they're gonna see it through with me right i know i know that that was hard for you um because the kickback it was it was very much <laughs> karate chop to the neck i was like what are you talking about and then you would put me in the hot seat on three-way calls and i would be like what is going on here like <laughs> she is very much in my business and telling other people that are also <laughs> in our business about my business right mm. but that's, that's the thing like even even with my friends 
all of my friends are entrepreneurs. All of them, for the most part. I can't think of one friend that isn't an entrepreneur. Um, or I just can't remember them. Uh, um, <laughs> I know. Um, but no, majority of my friends are entrepreneurs. And I treat them the same way. Like, they will absolutely cuss me the hell out if I'm talking anything about fear. And, like, just um, right before we got on live, you know, my friend was, she was telling me, like, hey, you know, I've seen this strategy that I think you need to implement in your business. And that is why I created the, the mastermind, too. And you were a part of the mastermind. Although you were an assistant, I think that the specifically the mastermind that you assisted at, um, you could see where the community was developing like day two even like the girls was getting comfortable i mean girls yeah the girls and guys were getting comfortable um and at that point not only do you have someone like me especially like when you think about it coach to student perspective Mm -hmm. it's like you're immediately gonna be like i'm not listening i'm not listening to terry terry's already done this like she don't know where i'm at right now you know she's never been where i've been right but you don't understand that i have and that's okay you (laughs) know um but the most important part especially when it comes to community is having somebody that can relate to you and still getting your ass you know which is why i applied you know what i'm saying right it was like i i literally i hope you really hear me when i say i've been talking about this since october november Mm -hmm. like me getting a coach has been a conversation piece for Mm -hmm. me and my other friendships because quite honestly they don't say it out loud but they basically just look at me like i don't know what to tell you you know what i'm saying and like i've come across my friends tweets and been like bro i couldn't be a money like i couldn't be her and make the types of decisions that she has to make and deal with you know these I guess, like, just scary or large scenarios, mm. and, you know, just stuff like that. So, yeah. and every time it came up, it was like, who is somebody that I trust their word, but I also trust their work, and I see their work, you know what I'm saying? And I mm. also know that they can come down here. Mm-hmm. Like, they can come down here with me, and it was just like, I cannot think of any other person, because I have a mentor, and I have other people, and they always try, and they always give me advice and tell me what they think I should implement, or, you know, do differently in my business, but it's never like a, I'm down here with you, sis. Like, I'm mm-hmm. in the trenches with you. Like, I'm here mm-hmm. right beside you trying to help you figure this out, and it was just like, your name just kept popping up in my head. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know who else can coach me. I don't know mm-hmm. who else can help me scale a business like this. Because right. you were the one, every single time I've had a pivotal moment in my career, it was always you were sitting right there. Oh, wow. Like, you naming, you bringing a name to my wax education program, Body to Body, a pivotal moment. Face to face is going to come soon. I'm not sure what it's going to be for, but something. Right. And then also, what else was it? When you were like, you're a beauty pro. Like, you just said it so confidently, like, you do luxury waxes and then you do soft limb. And it was just like, a, she just called me a beauty pro. So now I have a new term to coin and make my own and brand myself as. And this is a turning point for me because clearly based on our conversation this morning, it's go time in a totally different, dire- not a totally different direction, but in, yeah. a, in a different direction. So I think every- what you're trying to say is like, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because you might help me. I think what you're trying to say is, um, or 
something that I do as a coach is allow, not allow, what am I trying to say? Like, I'm going to see it past what you see. You know, I'm so going you're to like, I'm going to look over your shoulder and it's mm -hmm. like, you can only see right here this little backboard, but mm -hmm. I can see what's above that. Like, I can see right. over or even just like the the smaller picture like a lot of times as an entrepreneur you're going to see it for this big but somebody else that you know don't know you from a can of paint i mean right. obviously i know you but it's still a matter of like i'm still able to see it because i'm not in your shoes and i feel like mm -hmm. a lot of times makeup artists don't want people i mean you know entrepreneurs in general they don't want people in their business because you know like what if you judge me and at that point, because I don't think it's anything about just knowing. It's the no. fact that you give that person access to judge you. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I think there were a lot of times where, you know, I had to have you like, okay, what is it? You know, and really mm -hmm. like sit in your shit for a second. Um, but that was because I was just trying to see like, okay, where can we take this? You know, right. even, even with body to body, I feel like that, even that was just like, can I do this? Should mm -hmm. I do this? How do mm -hmm. I present it? And, you know, we would have conversations like, you know, and, you know, I am a very, and I'm, I'm working on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on being so frank, you know, I'm, mm. and I think it's important. I think it's important to other people's growth. Um, but you know me, I'm, I'm going to give it to you like, oh, is this simple? And yes. you are so frustrated with that. You're just like, <laughs> no, it's not. You know, That's not um, but I think at this point you do see where it is a lot more simple. You know, it's only as hard as you make it pretty much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I be honest? Yeah. I think um, I almost left makeup alone even after the class. I was mm -hmm. almost done with makeup because something inside of me, like I would not have flipped that switch and made the decision to allow people in. And mm -hmm. make me sit in my shit and put me in the hot seat or even just allow myself to develop relationships and be open to receiving and stuff like that. I would have let it go. And quite honestly, comparison, oh my Ooh. God, it mm -hmm. was so bad. And it's like, me and you were, we're still super close, whatever. But it was like, in my brain, I wanted to feel worthy of being your makeup friend. So that was so hard for me because it mm -hmm. was like, she does so well. And I'm doing so mediocre. And it shouldn't even be that way because I met you as a student. Right. But in our friendship, it was like I wanted to rise to the occasion of my friend. Like, I never want to be the friend that's kind of, like, lagging behind. So outside of makeup not paying the bills, it was also, like, I already have somebody in the crew that does makeup really good. It doesn't have to be me. Like, or, But it was, like, something mm -hmm. I was just, like, telling myself. It was, like, a cop-out. But it was, like her existence and her experience has been totally different than yours and you guys have two different flavors but they still work really well yeah for each of you so there should be no comparison there so honestly learning to not do that because it was never even coming from a negative place because I always like I love you so much like I always mm -hmm. have and always will um yeah. so it had nothing to do with any ill will or anything like that but it was just like oh my god my friend is really good at this and I don't want to seem the list of things that you can see, you know what I'm saying, that yourself will tell you. Because you were talking about ego on the podcast, and ever since you mentioned it, it has just been whooping my ass because it's like, ego got me for a second there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, ego, ego will have you being like, girl, you should quit. Or right girl, now. maybe you should pipe down. 
right you need right. to pipe down a little bit so mm-hmm. all of that like all of this has been a thing comparison wanting to equal up or be worthy to my friends and not wanting somebody in my business and this and that and blah blah blah, blah, blah. yeah comparison is oh it's so comparison bad. comparison is a result of ego perfectionism is a result of ego and yeah, i struggle with the perfectionism i'm not bad anymore not not as bad anymore and I've also seen your artistry develop, you know, so um, I don't think perfectionism is at your neck as it used to be, because I feel like sometimes with perfectionism, it'll stunt your growth and you've been growing, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something. Uh, oh, ego. We were talking about ego and just yeah. like being able to step outside of that so that you could flourish in your own way but you know i would tell you and everybody else like you were not supposed to be me (laughs) right Um, Right. and that's that's not an insult at all of course Mm -hmm. it's more so like you need to and that's also why i teach people in the way that i do like i'm gonna teach you in a way that allows you to trust yourself because clearly you don't you know right um that's how your mama look at you is after she yeah, get your shit like, together. I can't and it's probably like, imagine telling you again. I can't imagine telling you at, again. That's, that's literally how you looked at me this morning. And you was uh-huh. like, I can't imagine. Like, your eyes and them lashes literally told me, I cannot imagine telling can't this imagine. girl again after everything that we have already been through. It was like... It's like the that. clap. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you again, but with your eyes. Um, okay, so, so we do have a question. So um she asks how did you gain the confidence in your craft i know as a makeup artist we always we're always learning but i always struggle with confidence in my craft i'm always second guessing um and doubting my work but i feel like we've kind of answered that for the most part but do you have any other like two pieces mute people mute people Mute people that make you feel or mute people that you immediately compare yourself to. You don't have to mute them forever. Just mute them for the moment. Social media is giving like silence it. the noise. Yeah, silence the noise. Um, and if you can spot things that you don't like or things that are not making you as comfortable or confident in your artistry, focus on them, work on them. Like lips were a big thing for me girl I could not get them things together like the lips were never giving what they could give because I couldn't get my lips together so I made a commitment to myself to figure out what lips I wanted to add to my kit because I primarily serve women of color and black women specifically um Mm -hmm. so what lips look good for complexions like ours and I just kept working at them also um I'm a content girl by nature but if you're not, just continuing to photograph your work and video it and just see it in different lights and angles can kind of add to your confidence and practicing. We are, you know, practicing can also kind of add a big piece to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then on top of all of that, the mindset shift. Because that's all you basically, not all you coach about, but that's a big part. I mean, pretty much. You have to make a decision that you have invested all these monies and dollars into this kit and that you're going to have to make that money work for you. And at the end of the day, that's all that you have to tell yourself. That's what you have to do. So practice, mute people. If you can see flaws in your work, focus on those things and just develop a really serious tunnel vision. 
like a really serious summer vision and take the content it'll show you because when I look at my work from June to now I'd be like girl um <clears throat> so how much do you charge for makeup now a hundred dollars why because why <laughs> I thought about it and I was like why is she asking me that but then I was like then I thought back to all the times in, in the academy where you'll fuss at people for not being confident in what they have to say so I charge a hundred dollars a face I'm gonna ask you again let's run it back um so how much do you charge for makeup a hundred a hundred dollars yeah. um how much were you charging back then in 2020 girl what was I charging for makeup was I <laughs> it was definitely like maybe like 60 65 you know I um I think that's crazy you know because like a lot of artists they like to go up five dollars every year and yeah it's I like, think I had hit 85 and then after that point I was like mm-mm this kid expensive right i mean and you gotta think like the kid is expensive your rent is expensive when we think about annual monies when i say that rent is high yeah for everybody for for both occasions yeah the low bulb bus when we talk about that like Mm -hmm. when we talk about how fast i go through eyeliner Mm -hmm. anyway let's get to the question but even even just like rent you pay rent for two places. You can't charge sixty dollars. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a live where I talk about like your income being a direct relation to what prices you need to be charging. Like if yes. you, if your expenses are four thousand dollars, you cannot afford to charge sixty dollars for makeup. You need to be working mm-hmm. for free until you can charge seven hundred dollars for a face. Um, but yeah, I mean. I was asking because I wanted to know like how long or just like the span of time because again like I said makeup artists struggle with taking the price up being confident about the price and all the things you want to know something that snagged my confidence though after my class with you in 2020 somebody whose name shall be unsaid basically went at my throat because my prices were around like they were just higher than they were before and it was because we you didn't talk about it it wasn't a full point in that class like it is now in this current classes yeah but it was a point enough for me to think about it and you know I I I went up like 10 15 dollars and she really dug into me about how this other girl had more variety and had this and had that and it was like a whole comparison thing now granted it didn't bother me for a long time but for a second it was like dang like did I deserve all of that? You know what I'm saying? Right, so, exactly. Yeah, but now it's like, you give me pushback about my prices, I'm going to just send you a link to somebody else. I don't really know what else you want me to do. But that's, that's really big of you. And I actually just recorded a video for the Academy, like, before we got on live, just talking about, like, how do I say no? Or, like, how do I, you know, deal with comparison? And a lot of times, like, you just have to learn how to be audacious. You know, like, you have to learn how to be, like, have the audacity that your clients have. Like, you really have the audacity mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to come to me and tell me that I'm not worthy because I'm provoked. I, I'm, I didn't even ask you, ma'am. You came to me to, to tell me that I'm not worthy because such and such over there, they don't have nothing to do with this business, right. um, you know, is charging a certain amount. Um 
you gotta hit them with the same audacity like oh okay thank you so much for your time i hope you have a great day absolutely you know and and keep it very simple like that because clearly you hate me and i'm gonna hate you don't you. like me you don't, you like, don't me. like me i'm gonna not, not like you back and that's okay you know um and it's nothing personal it's more so like I'm protecting my peace. I'm protecting my business. And at this point, I don't have the space for you to come in and tell me what I need to be doing in my business. There's literally no room in my business for people like you. And because I'm just now starting to be confident anyway. And I can't afford for you to take me back to where I was. It's given test. Yeah, very much a test. Very much a test. God God will test, your ass, test you regardless. Really? Yeah, because I need to know if you're really confident, like you say you are. I need to know if you really about it, about it, you know. Um, and I'm sure God, I'm about it every time. Because I want him to know that he can trust me. Cause you, because you're going to give me this opportunity, and I got to show up to the occasion. And, and right if I don't, time. you're not going to give me no more cool assignments. The, the opportunity going to Miss Mama's, who I was just compared to. Absolutely passed up. Not it's knocking not on the door no more. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I just want to be ready for everything because it's like he gave me this dream. He gave me these audacious dreams, these mountain tops that you're talking about mm-hmm. before. Like, I'm going to squander them yeah. if I allow stuff like that to take over. Like, I really truly am. Is, right. Yeah. But you named this live high-value makeup artist. Was there anything that we did not touch on that you wanted to touch on? Because I feel like we ran through a lot, and I just want to make sure that I gave the girls. Oh, very much gave the girls. I, um, it's getting pretty dark. Yeah, I was thinking that. I didn't want to. Um, but I was... I think that, you know, we cover everything. I think we cover everything, especially because you are a high-value makeup artist. And I knew that was gone. I knew you I knew you <laughs> I literally knew that that was about to raise your eyebrows at this point. Tear me up. Um, hold on. We have not figured out lighting yet. We're getting there. All right. One, two, three, go. Um, but yeah, I knew I knew that I was going to shake shake you up, shake yeah. you up, Chicago. Um, do you remember that show on Disney Channel? I Anyways, no, um, <laughs> I watched it too. Um, that's really showing my age. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I believe that you know, glitter and glory. In my body influence is high value in the sense of like the customer service that you provide, the way that you show up for your clients, the way that you show up in your business, the way that you keep your back end together. Policies, procedures are undeniable at every point. Um, and just like, you know, high value is more than what you think it is. It's not just the price. Um, it's the way, like I said, that you show up. And I, I think you do a really great job at that and showing up in every capacity, like, not just like I said, pricing or not just monetary. Right. Right. It no, is, that makes sense. Why not even for free. Gift today. Hmm? And I feel like if nothing else shows me that my client bought me a birthday present today and I just feel like that's an example of 
being a high value artist like Mm -hmm. and maybe even if it's just not in that capacity maybe I've serviced her in other ways but just being a high value service provider in general like you know what I'm saying and just giving people something that they want to continue to come back to and like you said everything being intact the back end being there the experience being there that's one thing that has changed the game for me and my artistry in general, though, is focusing on my model and my client's experience more than mm-hmm. focusing on the coin and the potential opportunities. Like, you got to be, it's people over profit every single time. People over um, profit. Because you were talking about that earlier, and I was just like, it's, it's, I tell people that all the time. Like, to me, it's always been community over competition, oh. but it's the same thing when it comes to my clients, people over profit. Yeah. So I love doing this. Like, I'm sure that there's corporate girls that love what they do. They love mm-hmm. the numbers. They love the board meetings. But like, I get to wake up every day and just pick a pick an avenue of beauty. I get to wake up and decide that I want to put these two blush colors together mm-hmm. to make this light up her eyes. Like, they don't tell kids in the school that they can do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They don't ever make it seem like your day job can be that magical or whimsical. Mm-hmm. And I told you earlier on the phone today that I'm committed to joy. And I think mm-hmm. finding those small moments in my artistry, in my career, as I'm continuing to build it, even in my coaching experience, it's going to be a game changer for me. And it has been already. Right. So it's just like, I could, I could work at an office every day and there's no negativity or shade or anything towards people that do, but it's like, I get this unique opportunity to create every single day. So I just want to bask in that and be excited for it and be happy about it Right. Um, and figure out ways to make it work and bust my ass so that I don't have to always, you know, be stressed about the, about the money. I can always just be excited about the purpose and the people. Period. That's how you clear a bitch. That's how you clear. <laughs> it, that's how you clear a bitch. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've covered every avenue of being a high value makeup artist and working your way towards that. I feel like that was the most important takeaway. Um, being a high value makeup artist is a journey, not a destination. It is something that is calling me in March. I would have said no. Yeah, I know. Mm. Um, I know that yeah you would have very much said yeah okay terry but um i'm gonna call you that um yeah you wouldn't have stayed on the phone because you're you would have immediately been like no why would you say that (laughs) i acted like that when you called me about this freaking live yeah you asked me right and it's like really miss it I meant it, and I was like, I yeah. I the same way about the 12-hour day. I know you didn't mean it necessarily. You just needed an assistant. But in the moment, it was like, now why would you ask me? You just have a whole me? class of students, and you going to sit here and call me. But the, I think that also just boils down to, like, confidence and imposter syndrome. Like, that's a whole other thing for a whole other day. Because, another day. Um, but, you know, again, like, being a high-value makeup artist just at the end of the day means rising to the occasion and getting the work done, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. And success at the end of the day is subjective. You know, it doesn't look the same for everybody. So um, even even just, like, thinking about success for myself, it's like, am I successful? Like, you have to really deem, like, what's successful for you. So um, I'm really glad that you even said, like, you know, joy is at the pinnacle for me. Like, that's that's my priority and that is success you know like if you reach joy if you are happy then boom we've hit it mm-hmm. um but yeah 
going back to my point, it's just like being a high value makeup artist is um, is something that every artist can achieve. And that is very clear because, you know, we talked about just literally two years ago, almost not, not even a full two years, like you were struggling with confidence and struggling with seeing yourself in these spaces and now that you're present now you're presented in these spaces and it's undeniable at that point yeah it's a blessing honestly i knew that i wanted it but i think sometimes seeing it come to fruition is a totally different experience so i'm super thankful i think that i definitely took a chance on your class for a reason Mm-hmm. that I know that it was going to evolve into this friendship and this community and this circle of, you know, like, you're my sister. Like, I feel like I can really right. share my life with you and grow with you and, you know, bounce ideas off and stuff like that. I never, when I signed up and put my email in, it never dawned on me that this would be the scenario, but I wouldn't right. have it any other way and I wouldn't go through the trials and the tribulations that I've been through, you know. Yeah. I'm here and I am a high value makeup artist and I'm sitting in the same circles with other high value makeup artists you are we are assessing the situations together (laughs) I think you are trying to convince yourself right now as (laughs) (laughs) you said yeah yeah and I am this Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. but I'm Mm -hmm. I'm glad you didn't say I think and I'm I'm glad you are speaking it even if you don't feel it necessarily right now it'll, it'll come to full fruition for you um, internally eventually you know like it's already here yeah. and again that's literally my job to see things past you so whether you see the high valueness now or in two months is there you know it's 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 already presented itself um so I want to thank you for you know being on this live with me and sharing your experience in your business and you know your experience in, in working with me um give, give us an outro if you can let us know where the people can find you let us know what you got coming up okay um so again i'm imani my personal page is imani by influence and my business page is glitter and glory with the underscore at the end um my dms are always open not really sure what questions or what needs you guys might have for me but i'm here um if you're thinking about working with Terry and anything in this live resonated with you, I would pull the trigger and do that because apparently this girl is in high demand. Okay. Um, she is in high demand and you don't need to wait. She said, don't wait right. a second longer, but no, seriously, she's an open book as well. If you have any questions or if you're concerned about anything, please ask. Um, yeah. and I think I ask, 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 ask you mommy. Don't come. I mean, you come to me, of course. <laughs> You can come to me, of course, but I know that Imani, because she's actually experienced it, like she's going to give you the real, the real raw. She, she was up here kikiing with me, but y'all can kiki in the DM. Yeah, we can, we can chit chat. Um, and I didn't realize it, that it hasn't been a full two years yet. And so she just said something like, y'all, my life has changed in a little under two years. Like, and granted, I did the work and I I did what I had to do to get here and to stay here, but certain things just catapult you to where you're supposed to be. So if you are prepared to shift things, to make a change, to scale like I am, to go to the next level, or even to just get a fresh perspective and figure out what you want to do next, just do it, believe in yourself, be confident, mm-hmm. and um, find ways to keep going even when it's hard. And remember why you started. Yes. 
Okay. That's what a period. Um, and that's how you put a bitch too. Um, just like that. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, again, I thank you and I appreciate you. And we're gonna get out of here. Oh, also, Mastermind going on tour. Join the academy. All of those things. And if y'all have the academy, you can slide on me in the academy too. Academy, the one on ones, the mastermind. Because even though Imani didn't participate as a student, she was still present, and she mm -hmm. was still she can still tell you like the value of it because she was there for both days. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I appreciate your time and um, cheers to elevation. Cheers. <laughs> Bye guys. All right, y'all have a great night. You keep it up, girl. You're killing the motherfucking game, but I don't even gotta say it because you already know that.